What is going on, guys? This is episode 31 of Sports Society. Here with me, Jack Bullard, right here. You see behind me what's going on. I've got uh, I've got Devin Booker. I've got KD. I've got Bradley Beal. We're, we're going to have that trade coming to you. But before that, I just want Jack to uh, to introduce yourself. Uh, hi, how's it going? Um, my name is Jack, as you previously heard. And um, yeah, I'm I'm here, man. I'm excited about this. Uh, watching the show for a while, I've been kind of creeping in the bushes on it, and uh, now I get to now I get to jump out and and and, and make myself known. There we go. I love to hear that, Jack. Obviously, you could tell by his setup; he's had a, a history of doing content stuff like this. So. It's it's good to uh, to have somebody on like that who's who's really prepared to do this. Jack, kind of go through that. What? Why do you have that that stuff like set up like that? Uh, so I mean, I used to do a little bit of uh, broadcasting work uh, back in back in my back in my day, and um, I just it just got to be one of those things that I kind of lost my uh, sort of passion for, and. Um, not that I don't like doing it. I, I might maybe start it up again, just do a couple episodes or whatever I had going here and there. But I don't really, I don't really, uh, I don't really use it that much anymore. But then whenever you reached out about, uh, you know, having me on, I, I busted it back out, and I was like, let's, you know, let's make this as real as we can make it. Hell yeah, dude! I I love when people re- like reach out to me first and be like, you know, can I come on the show or like what you said, like when you have them be on the pod and stuff like that. I love that yeah. shit because I love when people want to be on the show because that like yeah. shows me that like like if I have to go out and reach out to somebody to come on, it, it it's not it's not really the same thing, you know. So to have somebody on who really wants to do it is is cool, man. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, first order of business. Okay, I had Calvin uh, Calvin on. Sorry, last weekend. Um, it was a great podcast. If you haven't checked that out, it's just very informative. On what what's happening with him uh, because he is a figure in social media now he's just a guy you you kind of want to be catching up with and then um but but we missed out on the not only the nba playoffs but also the nhl playoffs i wanted to say congratulations to the denver nuggets for taking that down the miami heat in five games just a uh just a dominant performance not only in that series but the series prior and i just want to hear your thoughts on that jack man well so i mean um you know I'm not as close in day um, as as I wish I was. I I like basketball. I do right. like basketball. So I, I just don't watch it all a ton. But I was watching the finals, and that's usually how I am with most sports. Uh, right, is like I watch it whenever it's like at the end. Like I'm so Fair. I was watching the finals, and I noticed, man, like I mean, Jokic was just was just unbelievable. Mm. I mean, he just was. It's crazy, and also how just kind of. Jack, can we get that camera it. raised up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. We just uh, couldn't see your <clears throat> like the top of your. About, head. <laughs> uh, just how like nonchalant he was, kind of everything. Like he kind of had it. Like he had all his boys and all that. And, right. Uh, but he wasn't super like crazy, which is kind of cool to see whenever an, an athlete is like, "I expected this." So, right. Um, yeah, and also uh, just you know Jimmy Butler, man, like. Just kind of falling off right there. <clears throat> you hate to see that too, because it's like man, he's been around for a while, you know. Uh, Jokic, he's a little younger, so he, you know, he has time. But you know, Jimmy Butler, the clock's kind of ticking, man. He's got to get something going. Jimmy, uh, I thought, I thought the Heat had a chance just because Jimmy, in, in the earlier series, 
you know, it kind of looked like he was giving them a chance. You know, when he was when he was putting up like fifty six in a game or something like that. When he was dropping these like huge games of forty, like high thirties, forties, and then like we just didn't really see that the second half of the Boston series, and then especially in the Nugget series, we really didn't even see it once. I don't know if he broke thirty once. Um, right. Jimmy just kind of uh, disappeared. Sure, it could have been him being tired from the rounds prior, which I think a lot of people don't really account for. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you get done with a seven-game series with the, with the Celtics, who were one of the best teams in the regular season, that can wear a team out, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> he really had to, like, it was just dogfights every night with each team they were going against. It wasn't like there was a clear, like, oh, this team's way better than, like, it was, it was, In battle because they had a strong player in, in Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo was good and but they didn't have like they just didn't have the depth that you see most playoff teams with so right. when you have to go out and just scrap for every single win getting to the finals is you know is almost impossible in a situation like that and let alone winning against a team that has you know Jamal Murray and and Jokic and just uh just so much more depth than the Heat have. It was just one of those things where they you, they just kind of saw it slowly fade, which you hate to see because you really kind of like those stories where like usually in the movies something like that where like it's always till the end but when you see it just kind of slowly trickle off and like kind of go down a cliff. It is kind of a bummer, right? But at the end of the day, like that's how sports <clears throat> go. Hundred uh, percent. Picking back off of what you said, the the Heat they really weren't the better team in any of the series that they played. Like maybe they were better. Like the first, like maybe the first series. Uh, I forget who they played first. They played um, <clears throat> who did they play? Oh shoot, I'm forgetting. It's slipping my mind. But they 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 were in the play-in, right? I think they were. They made it through the play-in, and they were the better team maybe in that. But then every series after that, um, they weren't really the better team, and so they had just to fight harder, and that's what they did. They just fought, fought harder, and um, fighting like that can only last you so long. Um, I think Eric Spolster is a fine coach. I think that he did great things for that team. Jimmy Butler's a fine player, but um, I, I don't know that I can see a team winning a championship with Jimmy Butler as the very best player. I think Jimmy Butler may have to go somewhere where he is second fiddle. I think it was perfect what they had with the Sixers. I just think people gave up too quickly uh, because, you know, obviously we saw Jimmy with, with Embiid, which I think in hindsight was a really, really great duo. But uh, But yeah, either way, the Nuggets come away with a victory. They were 100% the deserving team. They were the best team this year. Um, it just kind of sucked because the the playoffs really weren't that good. I don't think that's even wild to say. I don't think the playoffs were very good. I think, um, you know, you talk about guys like, uh, you know, Michael Porter Jr., Mizzou guy rising, rising to the occasion uh, in the finals. Granted, he had a couple of bad games, but he ended up really showing up for that team. Aaron Gordon really showing up for that team. KCP, probably the biggest um, one that I didn't even see coming. KCP was kind of booty cheeks with the Lakers, and then he really right. just shows up, really shows up for the Nuggets. Um, uh, you know, guys like Bruce Brown, guys like, uh, like like Christian Braun, these guys that are like, these guys are they're good players, and the Nuggets managed to stack all of them on one team. They're just a great team. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a good team, but uh, we move to the hockey. I I'll give a little less on the hockey. I mean, I, I I didn't really follow it too closely, to be quite honest. Um, 
although hockey is one of my favorites to watch, it just wasn't like, like I, I enjoy much more when the blues are, are in the hunt and I like watching the other teams, but, um, the hockey was okay. We saw, um, you know, we saw Kachuk go down and, and from then on the, the Panthers were kind of doomed. Kachuk was the reason they were even in the playoffs to begin with. And then, uh, also deep into the playoffs. So, uh, in the hockey again, I think the better team won. I, I don't think that's that's uh, a crazy thing to say. I think it's just it just goes down to who was the better team. Anything anything to say to that, Jack? I didn't watch it. You didn't watch it? Yeah, I got you. It's uh, it's one. Of, yeah, I don't know. It was one of those things to me. It was like, uh, and I'm going I'm going mobile here because I think I'm yeah. too far from my from my router. This is Sports Society Mobile, uh, but uh. But no, I mean, I, I said I wouldn't get into the hockey too much, so we moved to the golf. The golf was incredible for the first three days. It was immaculate um, because – and I have this burning hot take. I don't think that LACC, where they were playing, Los Angeles Country Club, I don't think it was the move, okay? That place was not good enough uh, for a U.S. Open. It was too easy to score there. And um, and I think that they should have went to Torrey Pines, which they granted they did go there in 2021. But if you want to go in California somewhere, you go to Torrey Pines to play that U.S. Open um, because that course was just far too easy. The the winner ended up being uh, ten under or, or nine under, and the winner could have very well been at uh, twelve under if better golf was played. So yeah, I just think it um, it was disappointing. There was really no crowd there. Um, and then Wyndham Clark obviously ended up coming coming on with a victory over Ricky Fowler. That was the final pairing, and Ricky Fowler just disappeared. It was disappointing. I wanted to see uh, Big Dick Rick come out with a victory. Ricky Fowler, um, the best golf we've seen him play in a while, and it just it just uh, all all ran out for him in in day four. You know what I'm saying, yeah, Jack? Sorry, I've been, uh... I've been kind of looking at because I, I don't really know golf like that. I've been watching, uh, I've been watching like DJ Khaled's golf journey. Dude, DJ Khaled, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Old, he's got a Gatorade, but I'm looking at the sky view of this country club. This place sucks, dude. It well, no, no. So the what I will say is the location's really cool. The location is fine, and the course I would be fine with the course. If the atmosphere was cool, but no, apparently, cool. like it looks like something you'd see at like Fun Town, the location right in like downtown LA, yeah, that's cool or whatever. But right, I could probably. I mean, I'm looking at like the green to the driving place, and I could probably pee further than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, there's a so there's one hole on the course that's that if you play it from like the tees that they were playing from, and then you move the flag to the front of the green, it's 78 yards, yes, yeah, extremely short. That's granted. That's only one of the holes, but um, there was like drivable par fours everywhere. There was really scoreable holes for these players. Which in a U.S. Open, I don't know if you know much about golf, but in the U.S. Open, um, it's supposed to be the hardest tournament all year. It's it's not supposed to be easy to right. score well to go under par. And in this one, we saw, um, you know, we saw players going six under just through nine holes, which is Seriously. unprecedented. It's unprecedented. Yeah, no, this course is like it, it shouldn't fit all in one like picture with like background <laughs> in it. Like there's there's the course and then there's the entire greater Los Angeles area surrounding it from like a medium sky view. This thing's yeah. tiny. 
Yeah, if if there were houses there, can you imagine the property taxes of that oh, place? Oh, seriously, can you imagine? Can you imagine getting hit by the balls because you live two feet away <laughs> from the green? Yeah. I'm sure that happens, man. Especially whenever there's not pros there playing there, like regular hacks. Can you imagine, like DJ dude? DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. By the way, I I want to say, you know, I've always watched like golf on YouTube and stuff. It just like is a good way to pass time for me. I enjoy YouTube stuff over like TikTok and stuff like that. Definitely. But uh, but DJ Khaled has been a revelation for me. I love watching his stuff. Granted, I I think I'm a better golf player than DJ Khaled. I would love to to play against him, uh, yeah. but but DJ Khaled like he's so fucking entertaining, yeah. Um, and the fact that he's moving into golf now, and I'm a, a huge fan of golf, obviously a huge advocate for golf. It's a great thing for the game. He's growing the game. He's got a deal with PXG where he has his own custom clubs with we the best on it, and yeah. uh, and like uh, his driver's called like it's called something. They all have like funny names or something like DJ Khaled. One of them is called like Lion. Uh, his one of his clubs is called like Gatorade. He obviously has a huge deal with Gatorade as well. DJ Khaled really rising to to the top with the golf content. If you haven't already, go check that out because it's hilarious. Have you, have you seen the video where he's doing like the ad for Gatorade and he like chips it and it rolls onto the green and it hits the Gatorade bottle? That's he hits incredible. He hits uh I, I think it was a putt. I think it was he he putted it onto the green, but it was rolling way too fast. It was gonna go way past the hole. And it ended up hitting the bottle and then just stopping right next to the hole just because I think that's what he was going for to hit the Gatorade bottle, which is yeah, uh, that is that is insanity. Just great marketing from DJ yeah, Khaled. No, dude, DJ Khaled like DJ Khaled's just game in general is like so crazy. He has this watch. He has this watch, it's this uh I think it's a Patek Philippe, all baguettes, all baguette diamonds, all throughout the uh, on the bezel, on the wrist. Damn, he calls, he calls it the chandelier. <laughs> That's funny. Goes, Dude, there's a video. He's like, he has it. He was doing like some like jewelry collection show off thing. Right. He had it. He just like flashed it. The camera goes, I call her chandelier. <laughs> like some country boy. He goes, I call her chandelier. Dude. It feels like sometimes he's not even trying to be funny, but he's just funny, dude. Like he's not. He, no, he's like an NPC. I feel like he, yeah. like he's literally not real. I love DJ Cal. I could watch DJ. I could talk about DJ Khaled all day. I, 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 if you want to, I could. We can go into a segment here where we kind of do like a buy or sell something you're buying stock in this, uh, like from last week, something you're selling stock in. Uh, yeah, for me, if you want, I can go first. Uh, yeah. I'll do a buy if we want. You can do a buy, and then we can do some sells too. But um, something I'm buying stock in, I'll take it right from you because we were on the DJ Khaled train. I'm buying DJ Khaled. Okay, buying this DJ guy. Khaled, uh, I'm buying DJ, DJ Khaled. Khaled golf yeah, right. I'm be, I'm buying DJ Khaled, dude. I mean, you think about entertainers. We didn't really see much from DJ Khaled in like in like in like a couple of years, and then recently having his son uh, Assad playing golf. Uh, and, and make and just cranking out videos on the golf course. It's really, really special. I'm gonna buy DJ Khaled. Man, okay. So this is like sports stuff. We're buying stock in here. Uh, anything, anything in life, anything? you can buy anything. Yeah. Man, well, um, well, that's something I'm gonna sell. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna buy stock. What do I want to buy stock in? Um, 
this is troublesome. I'm gonna. I mean, honestly, I don't know if it's like. I mean, it's been a while since it came out, like a couple weeks, but I'm I'm definitely still gonna buy stock in that uh that Air movie, the Air Jordan movie. Okay. That yeah. cast was crazy. That cast is wild. Like you get that cast, like, because that's how I knew it was gonna be a movie. Even if the plot and everything sucked, like I knew if you put, you had, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, and 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 Jason Bateman. All three in the same movie. By the way, Matt Damon, one of the all-time underrated actors. He is Seriously. really good in anything he does. Yeah, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, uh, just everything. And honestly, I think, honestly, I think even Jason Bateman's more underappreciated than that. A hundred percent. Jason Bateman's like, Jason Bateman is him, and he's that guy. Give, people don't realize how good Jason Bateman is. Mm-hmm. They just see him in a movie with like, uh, you know, they they see him in movies like you know, horrible boss, all those kind of like corny kind of movies where like, oh, wow, they see the the title and they see them making weird faces on the cover. They think, oh, wow, that movie's not going to be that great. Right. But it's amazing. It is, 100%. Jason Bateman's a terrific actor. Man. So you're buying the air movie. I'm buying the air movie. I'm buying Okay. It. All right. Um, we can move to the sell here. Something I'm selling. I'm selling what we just talked about. I'm selling. Actually, I have two sells this week. Okay. Uh-huh. First sell we already talked about. I'm not going to get into it too much. I'm selling Los Angeles Country Club as a venue for the oh, yeah. U.S. Open. I don't care I'm about it as a. <laughs> I don't pay you to take it. Right. I I don't care about it as a normal golf course. That's fine. It's a golf course. Fine. But having the U.S. Open there, it has to be a special course, and it really wasn't. So, I'm selling Los Angeles Country Club. The second thing that I'm selling is I'm, and this might be a hot take. This is just for setting up the app, but I'm going to set up. I'm going to sell the Quick Trip app. I don't like. App. I don't like the Quick Trip app. Um, and here's the reason. Okay, I was at work and I, it was coming up on lunchtime, and I have gift cards for Quick Trip, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to download the Quick Trip app. I didn't have it previously. I should have, but I know you can get good rewards and stuff on there from going there constantly and getting stuff. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm like, good. So I'm going to get the quick trip out. I'm going to order ahead, go pick it up, come back and eat it. So, you know, I have more time to converse with all my, um, you know, employee, all my, uh, you know, friends at work. So anyway, I download the app and then I, I, I like create an account. I go through all the steps. I do it. And then it says there's an error. I can't create the account. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do it again. So I go again. It does the same thing. I try it one more time. And then it does the same thing. And so I look it up and then it tells me that like you have to delete the app and then re-download it. So I do that, right? And then I get the app back. I, I re-download it. I try the same thing. Doesn't work again, okay? So I think the Quick Trip app is busted, on my phone at least. It doesn't work yeah. for me. I'm selling the app. It was just a very, it was a tough experience for me. I just wanted it to work and it didn't end up working. So I'm selling the Quick Trip app. And I'm selling LACC. Okay, you know, honestly, I agree, man. I don't usually usually when places have an app, like I don't download it. Like mm. I don't. I don't. I mean, my like, like my dad has the 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 McDonald's app. You know, whenever he needs a quick pickup, right? You know, but other than that, like I haven't seen an app that I'm like, wow, that's that's worth taking up space on my phone that I could have, you know, music or pictures or something else on. Where it's like, especially a place like QT, it's like you go in there cashiers aren't going to talk to you you just go check out they scan you like have a good day bud and then you just walk away 
I don't even think that place necessitates an app. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, that's 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 a fair take. Um, so for your sell, what are you selling this week? I'm selling Reese. I'm selling Reese's, dude. I'm selling Reese's. Whoa! Oh, uh, <laughs> Reese's. I'm What's selling your Reese's sh- and I'm selling Luke Combs. I'm selling Luke. Combs. Oh shit! Okay, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. All right, let me get into. Let me get into the. Uh, let me get into. And honestly, I'm not even really selling Luke Combs. I'm just like, I'm I'm, I'm letting people bid on it. Okay. Uh, so Reese's, you, I mean, you know, we know it's a classic. The peanut butter cup is legendary. And I'm not selling the peanut butter cup. I'm keeping the peanut butter cup. Matter of fact, I'm doubling down my investment on the peanut butter okay, cup. Okay, fair, fair. The company as a whole, the, the, the entirety. Explain of, that. So, okay, check it out. Reese's puffs suck. Right. This is a known fact. Wait, Reese's um, Puffs. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I don't think I heard you right. I don't think I heard you right. You said Reese's Puffs suck. They are not good. I don't like Reese's Puffs. Reese's oh, Pieces are okay. Right? So I'm not really too crazy on those. But but what they've been trying, they've been experimenting with new things to like put in wrappers. And, it, and it's, a, it's a little frustrating because you, you see... You go to like I was at I was at Walgreens picking up a, a, a Father's Day card, right? As, right? as a good son would do. Right. And I look over and I see like three different like I see so many different variations of the Reese's peanut butter cup. I see a dark chocolate one, I see a white chocolate one, I see one with more peanut butter, less peanut butter, more chocolate, less chocolate, one with potato chips inside, one with pretzels inside, <laughs> a big cup, a small cup, a thin, an unwrapped right. uh, mini cup uh, right. uh, with pieces inside of it. I see a jumbo. I see a single, I see a double, I see a quadruple. I get the point. You know what I'm saying? They're trying right. to do way too much. I, I see a wafer, Andrew. Okay, so hold on. Yeah, so the wafer is weird. I, I'm, I'll am i give it to you. And one of the things that I saw that I would buy out of all the stuff that they did is the the Reese's cup, right? But then with the Reese's pieces inside of it. Those are good. Those are fire. I feel like I feel like that is fire. But so, what I wrote- of the cup. What I what I don't say what what I don't what I well I will say that I don't know that I can get behind is your selling of the Reese's puffs. I'm selling Reese's, the puffs. Dude, the puffs are heat. The like okay, the, puffs the puffs are widely regarded as some of the good. best. The puffs are good, but it's just they're surrounded by so much so much greatness that it's like you don't even need them. It's like look look at the picture behind you. You see Devin Booker and, and KD. Why do you need Bradley Beal? <laughs> you know Fair. Okay, so you're saying you don't even need the puffs, is what you're saying. You don't even need the puffs, and plus they don't really they don't really infuse the milk like the commercial likes to think it does. Like it, I the the peanut butter milk from the from the puffs just aren't isn't it's not what it should be. That's a fine sell. Okay, I I understand what you're saying. Is is that you don't even need it there? You have stuff like do too much. I think they're getting insecure, and they think that like, you know, they think they don't want to be in that like weird like one hit wonder category with the Reese's cups and so they're trying to do all this stuff to overcompensate but really all you know all we ever wanted was the Reese's peanut butter cup the Here, class, right here's the all Reese's you need butter egg or the Reese's peanut butter uh Christmas tree right you just need all you need from Reese's you just need the eggs you just need the cups you just need the pieces and then you just need the cups with the pieces inside I think if they came out with that as a specialty and then you only saw those in some gas stations everywhere. You'd be like, "Perfect, that's good with me." Yeah, that's that's all I'm trying to say. Okay, 
That's so all you're, sell, you're selling they Reese's do, for being too broad. They do way too much. Yeah, they do way too much, you know, given, you know, they just need to specialize what, what they're 100%. doing. Maybe. And, and, and the Luke Combs thing is just because of a debate I had with somebody on on who was more impactful, uh, whether it was Jay-Z or Luke Combs. Bro, who said who said Luke Combs? Dude, the, the, Holmes, the lady, the girl I worked with at work. Oh, and, and then no. like the three old white dudes that she asked to, she's like, yeah, see, they. Of course, they. Oh, so, like, you know, so that's just been on my mind for like the past day or two. That's fair. And yeah, no, she goes up to like the like two most country looking dudes, and she goes, so like, who do you think's more impactful, Jay Z or Luke Combs? Like, who's better? And they're like, well. All rap music sounds the same to me. So I'm gonna go with Luke Combs. And then they hand her like a ten dollar bill. They're like, "Man, where do they get those pretty girls like you?" And right. she's like seventeen, dude. And these guys are like in their sixties. That's how it goes, man. Well, it's like, like... taking that ten dollar bill and bought a shirt that fit because those buttons were not happy. <laughs> those buttons were not happy. There's a short list of people who are more impactful than Jay Z all time. Right. Like. Like. Right. You think about people that are more impactful than Jay Z all time, okay? That's Michael Jackson. It was like, oh, dude, that's not a good take. Like, you can't, right? MJ, of course. The other MJ. Yeah, the other MJ. Uh, shit. Who else? Uh, maybe Tupac. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe you give it to Drake, and that may be right. the list that I have. Right, and and that's the thing is like, it's like also like, Jay Z would sell circles around Luke Combs. 100%. If he dropped something right now, it would sell circles. If he were to announce a tour right now, he'd be playing in bigger venues that would sell out quicker. To me, that's nothing against. To me, that's nothing against. It's not, Luke. It's not even against a Luke Combs thing. No, right? Because Luke, Luke Combs makes fine music. Yeah, Luke Combs. He, he makes fine music, right? Yeah, I mean, he's sold I, out I'll listen... Stadium. That's not easy to do. No, not easy. So he's impressive. Well, I'm just saying, it's not Jay Z. By the way, Luke Combs super big around here. Super big. Super, yeah, yeah. It's it's almost uncomfortable, kind of. It is. I don't know. And, and one, I'm not a big country fan to begin with. And then whenever you just hear the same like eight songs that people know by him, over and over and over yeah. and over 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 and over. Marshawn Lynch, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's a fair take. Uh, Luke Combs. There's just a lot of him. Thing, it's been oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, okay. Well, we I mean, we kind of mentioned it a little bit. You kind of mentioned how Devin Booker and KD don't need Bradley Beal, right? So yeah. we can get into this trade a little bit. KD and Devin Booker, and now Bradley Beal just joined forces with them. Um, they trade Chris Ball for him. Chris Ball is trying to get rerouted to the Clippers where he once played. I don't know if that will happen, but this trade right here, okay, and I tweeted this. They are automatically probably in the top four teams next year to to win the to win the championship. My favorite's still the Nuggets, just because they look like such a solid team. Um, if if nothing changes with the Nuggets, I think they're the, still the team to beat. But this team is exceptional. This this Suns team now is is uh, really just they're a threat because I don't think a lot of people realize how good Bradley Beal is. Um, he's slept on a lot, and then and then obviously the likes of Devin Booker and, and Kevin Durant. But now it just goes to show the amount of superstars that Kevin Durant is, has played with um, is absurd. It is absurd. Yeah. 
I made a take on my Twitter that he is one of the more fraudulent superstars that the game has ever seen. I, I think that is not even like that crazy of a take. I think it should be a strong take as of right now because of all the guys that he's played with and how he got his championships. Yeah, dude, I agree. Um, you know, I again, man, KD's great, you know, but it's just like he keeps jumping ship. And at first it was kind of funny, like, oh, wow, he just went to the word. But now it's like he literally it's, – it's literally season by season. Right. And it's just – I don't know. Everything about him screams fraud from just like – fact that he doesn't even remember like he was in an interview he's like oh, i forgot about russell westbrook ah oh, that was tough yeah you that know? was and bad then, and then and then you go you you even move upstairs to like the, like you see what else is kind of like fraudulent to me is that he keeps pretending like he has a full head of hair too <laughs> see you can see you can see where they glued it on at the top of uh the picture here where it looks like the top of like a crunch bar where they just kind of put little like beads of hair right there too. He needs to, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. It's, I think he needs to stop getting that. Like, I think he needs to stop getting that like sweetheart treatment that in OKC, he was deserving of all of it. Yeah. OKC Durant yeah. was so wholesome and nice. And I would even say Warriors Durant. I even liked Warriors Durant. I did. I did. I think, I think but Kevin I think Durant, he got I think, past the Warriors, whatever, team he went on he's probably been on like 20 different i don't even keep track i used to keep tabs on kevin durant i don't anymore but i think once he went to the warriors and whenever he moved on from the warriors i was like all right you know all right he, this guy he just loses all credibility to me to me he, he ruined the nba i think the nba was in perfect order in 2016 before he moved i think the nba was in absolutely perfect order you had you had lebron back with the Cavs. Doing what he does, he had a great team, and then you had, uh, you know, obviously you had KD with Russ, and they were a great team. They were really yeah. tough to, they were really tough to beat over there. I, I think they're in the in the West. Um, they were really tough to beat, and then um, obviously you had other other teams like well the Rising Suns. Now that we see they're playing super well, you had teams like that. You had teams like uh, the Warriors still with Steph. The splash, uh, the splash brothers, they right. were really, they were really making, uh, making moves. So, yeah, it's just stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm multitasking right now. I had to let my dog out. My dog's oh, yeah. barking, making a ruckus. So, um, but yeah, I think Kevin Durant ruined the NBA. I, th I really, I really do. And that's that's a tough thing to to kind of follow. Started for. that kind of trend of like just really just going wherever. I mean, you had <laughs> you had a great team on even like back back in the day, like on the. Uh, on the the Spurs with Kawhi and and oh, and yeah, I mean you could I mean you could really back okay. to like almost eight ish years ago where like you know and, and even where like there was like a good like there was big threes still but they were like reasonable right. you know what I'm saying like the like the Paul Pierce KG and Ray Allen big three that was reasonable they were all right. stars but they weren't like nuts it's okay. Walk away from the interview, man. A hundred percent. My dog is making a ruckus. Hold on. Yeah. Terrible hospitality. I got this. Uh, my parents are my parents are in Boston, right? So mm. I was just dog sitting somebody else's dog for a week. 
and I get mm-hmm. back, and now I got to dog sit my own dog for a week, and I don't even get paid to do it like I did the last oh. one. Well, you uh, know what? Maybe you should just not do it. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should just let my dog starve. Yeah, you that'd be good. Not do it. Uh, yeah. Hey, the dog ran away. <laughs> how did how did it get out of the house? I let it out of the house. I let it out. I I we have like an electric fence out there where she just has her collar and everything, yeah. and uh, I just let her out, and I don't even bother putting the collar on. I was just like, just if you stay out there, fine with me. It's it's really yeah. it's it's fine You'll with me. You'll figure it out. Right. Uh, but yeah. So I mean, closing in on this trade, this trade here. I think it does make them favorites. I think they're better off now making that trade. Um, and I, I think that the Suns are a team to look out for next year. And then um, if, if Chris Paul moves to the Clippers, I think the Clippers have the most injury-prone team of all time because now you have Paul George, Chris Paul, and Kawhi Leonard all on the same team, three guys that just love getting hurt. They love yeah. missing games. Um, and so if the Clippers get CB3, yeah, it'd be good, but it, they would be tough in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's also – that's a, like another big three. It's like every team's just trying to like get a – I don't know. I feel like the big three, it's like – I don't know. I feel like it's – Saturating the game. Like it's not it, – it takes a strategy out of it. They just get three central players and they try to build around it. That's mm. kind of been like the main thing of the NBA, and, and I feel like that makes it less fun when you have – you know, I'd say having a nice duo and then just have a solid role play. I think if it was more spread out, but now they just exhaust most Hence, of their cap space on three players and then they try to get like yeah. somewhat decent role players around them. And that's why a lot of these teams fall is because they have three players and then the other, I think it's what, 12 more players that they can have on the roster. They just suck because they can't afford to pay any players because they drop hundreds that's of fair. on yeah. three players. Yeah, that's that's what happened with the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets had a really solid team in 2019. Um, obviously, they ended up making the playoffs with a super young roster with the likes of like D'Angelo Russell was like their very best player or Karis LeVert was the very best yeah. player. Um, so, yeah, there was just there was just a lot of turmoil there. But um, <laughs> but uh, dude, I just got this. This dog's just going crazy. Dude, it's OK. You know, my dog barks. Too. I have two dogs. They both bark. Well, she she does this thing now. My dog does this thing now where whenever she goes outside and she comes back in, we give her a treat. So now I just let her outside to, to go take a pee to, her, you know, her, take a potty break, whatever the hell. And and uh, so she did whatever. I gave her a treat after. And yeah. then, uh, you know, so then but now she's just going out there. And she just like does a circle around the table, and then mm. comes back to the. She just comes back to the door just because she wants the treat. She just that's she's game. Just, she's yeah. She, she's really that's just game. she's, she's game playing me. She really is. Yeah. You know how dogs do that, you know. No, I got a. Uh, we I have two Weimariners now. Um, Cash is uh, no longer with us. R.I.P. Uh, Rest but, in peace. Yeah, seriously. But fifteen years though, I I didn't know. I didn't think it was gonna make it that long, but yeah, fifteen years strong. But um. We have one. One of them's name is Merle, and he's the young. And he, he's not that smart, but Bo, he's tricky. Like he'll, what he'll do is, if he wants a spot on the couch, he'll just like walk over to, like the door, like he's gonna go somewhere, and then Merle will go to follow him. Right. And then as soon as Merle gets off that spot, he just goes and hops right up on that spot, and then Merle has nowhere to sit. Ah, uh, like so Mer- so no spot check from Merle. No spot check from Merle. Okay. And then whenever 
uh, he wants to go outside, he'll go and he'll like touch his snout to the doorknob because our doorknob's really wiggly. <laughs> so he'll right. just smack the doorknob with his nose and then okay. he'll like walk three steps to the right into the living room and just stare at us. Okay. And then if we don't do it in like three minutes, he just goes back and does it again. Dogs are wild, dog. Yeah. Dogs crazy. I, you know what the thing is though? I love dogs so much. I'm definitely going to have a dog when I'm, uh, I'm going to have probably a couple when I'm older. I'll probably have two dogs. I feel like two dogs is the place to be. I yeah, feel like just two... one is like kind of like, I don't know. I yeah, feel you like can't one... leave one at the house because I feel bad. Right. But if you have, if he has a friend, Suffering. then it's much better. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Then it's much better. But if you want to, we can move into this week's draft. I feel like we've done pretty well. Let's go. Yeah, let's draft. Let's, let's do the draft. Let's do the draft. And then, and then we can get out of here because I feel like this has been a really good one, really entertaining one with you, Jack. Yeah. You, I, I, I feel like out of all the guests that I have, you're, you're one of the ones like to me, I love having on because you, you, uh, you just know a similar amount to me, uh, to all the sports. You're just like very, you're, you're, you're pretty broad in what you know. And, yeah. uh, yeah, definitely, definitely have you on again for sure. Yeah, usually, and, and if you don't say anything, I just kind of nod like I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. Just kind of been like, whoever's watching this is like, wow, this guy's smart. It's like, I've said like four things if you go and watch this whole video. That's that's true, but it's it's just, it's yeah. uh, you know, it's not, you know, how much you talk that matters. It's what you say when you talk. Right. And that's 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 what we're uh, that's what we're keen in on here. You know what I'm saying? All right. Yeah. Well, so what we drafted, I, I believe it's, uh, well, I'll let you do it like. Yeah, so in the past we've done, you know, in the in the uh, you know, in the recent past, we've done a lot of top fives. We've done a lot of top fives, but now um we are going to move into um what is going to be a draft. We're going back to the draft. And I think the drafts are awesome because once somebody picks something, it is now off the table, which is uh which kind of adds an element of um you know, you, you just want that thing. You want whatever it is that, uh, that you know, the other person has. And so I, I like with the draft that there's moments where, like, you get angry with the other person because they pick yeah. something that you want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just one of those things. But, uh, but yeah, so to, uh, we're going to do a, a draft. And because, you know, um, there was a little bit of difficulty getting you on here, uh, I'll, I'll let you pick very first with the draft. All right. Um... So I gotta think. I gotta think deep here, man. Um, I think. I mean, a number one. I gotta go. Do I? Do I want? I just. I. I just. Do I want to emphasize nostalgia or do I want to emphasize? That's fair. Importance, right? Because, I mean, because I'm. I'm torn. And That's I, fair. And, you know, and I'll even because and and it's not like and both of these movies are obviously going to get drafted, so I'll I'll even tell you which ones I'm torn between. Okay, I'm torn between The Sandlot and Remember the Titans, right? Because mm. one you got that nostalgia factor from The Sandlot. It's like that's been the movie, right? But, you know, Remember the Titans. You got just so much depth to that plot. Remember the Titans is one of the all-time great uh, movies. I mean, Remember the Titans is definitely on my list of what I'm going to pick. And Sandlot, a hundred percent on the I list. Think, on the list as well. I think I gotta go. I think I gotta take just because the Sandlot has like sequels and stuff, and they kind of ruined it with a franchise. I'm just gonna take Remember the Titans. Like that is just nothing soiled it. It is it is perfect and it is there sitting. So yeah. I'm going number one overall pick. Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans, number one overall. Okay, I don't mind it. 
I don't mind. I don't mind it one bit. I don't, I don't mind that pick at all. Um, number one overall for me, I've got kind of like where I want to go with 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 my picks. Um, you'll probably go <laughs> with the Sandlot after that. That's fine with me. Number one overall with me, I'm gonna go Miracle, the mm, the okay. the hockey movie with the yeah. um, the USA. You know, taking down the Soviet Union. Just uh, a, a really great casted movie. I feel like all the all the players looked really realistic. The coach looked really realistic. Um, the Miracle movie just kind of it, it really showed how the story went and uh, and it, you know dramatized it perfectly. I think that movie was was one of the best sports movies I've ever seen. So I'm going Miracle at one. On, I have to uh, make a quick. Well, I have to I have to check something real quick. Okay. Because I want to. Um. Hang on. It is a it is a draft. It is a snake. I don't think I'm going to pick Sandlot. It is a it is a snake draft, by the way. So I I go again, and then you go next. Oh. Okay. okay. So at number two, I'm going to have uh, you know, it's going to be a football movie. It's going to be it's going to be uh, actually wait, you already picked that. Never mind. I was yeah. going to say remember the Titans. You already I picked ain't... that. Damn it. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a baseball movie then. Okay. Okay. Uh, this baseball movie to me was like really well written. Again, a great cast. Uh, give me Moneyball. Give me Moneyball mm-hmm. number two. Okay. Give me Moneyball. I think it's just kind of one of the more realistic depictions we get of sports. Um, it, it's just like it, it's crazy the the amount that you know the Oakland A's have to spend um, compared to all the other teams in in baseball. It's absurd. I think a salary cap is absolutely needed in that sport. Um, but uh, it's just weird how baseball won't do it. But I got Moneyball at two. All right. Well, I'm <clears> gonna <throat> keep. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep myself in the Disney universe. Okay. I think I'm gonna come out of left field with a with a with a shocker. Okay. But again, man, I'm gonna go with that with another based on a true story, and I'm gonna go with Cool Runnings. You know that movie? Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool running. Sure. The Jamaican bobsled team. They went in freezing, and you know they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. You know, go out with the gold like you know, but but the thing is, they stuck together, and that's uh-huh, that's, the, that's the important. They stuck together. They carried their bobsled to the finish line. They finished. They did something that that nobody in their country had ever done before. Uh, Good pick. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go cool runnings, and it might be a pretty high pick there at number two. But the you same did take time, that high. That wasn't even on my radar. High. But here's the thing: I feel like if you really were to watch it, you know, you you know, and really pay attention, I I think I think you would understand why I took it. Okay. I just okay. I've always liked that movie. You got number three stick draft. I got number three. Okay, so I got to be careful here. I got to be careful because I think because I have a pick for four and five. <clears throat> but do I want to? I think I'm gonna go number three. I'm gonna play it safe, okay, and go major league. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like it. Number um, number number three is major league. That's a good pick. Um, number three for me. I think I think it's just clear. This this movie is just fantastic. It's one of, it's one of the great all time movies. At number three, I'm going dodgeball. Dodgeball, mm. dodgeball okay. at number three. Uh, it's just, it's just again like the the cast is perfect. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's truly incredible. Average Joe's versus versus the uh, the purple cobras or whatever the hell their name was. 
Yeah. Um, that that movie is just electric, incredible. If you haven't, really, really go see that movie. Uh, so funny, and 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 yeah. So I'm gonna have to go that at three. At number four, I'm going to go with uh, with another baseball movie. Okay, and this is a movie, the movie of my childhood. I'm going The Sandlot. The Sandlot just uh, just kind of oh, depicts. It just kind of depicts everybody's kind of kind of upbringing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just very nostalgic for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Kind of kind of the times that that they were um, they were playing baseball and you know summertime and just a, you know a group of friends playing baseball and going on a bunch of adventures. Uh, just a super fun movie. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go you know the Sandlot at four. Okay, <clears throat> so that throws me off because I was gonna take the Sandlot at four. Yeah, I got you. So- uh, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to bump my five down to four, and then come up with something for five. Okay. But um, number four, I'm gonna take White Men Can't Jump. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't know whether I want the original or the remake for. It. I think there's aspects of it that are both phenomenal, but I think the original cast. I do like yeah. the original cast better. I do like Wesley Snipes more than I like the the uh, new guy. Like I think Woody, I think Jack Harlow is definitely better than Woody Harrelson, but uh, I think Wesley Snipes is a way better actor for mm. that role than the than the new guy that they had. Right. So I think I'm going to go with the original uh, White Man Can't Jump, just because it, that one's the classic. Jack Harlow was amazing in the new one, but I really, if I had to watch one or the other again, I would pick the, the original. Good pick. All right, and your five. My five, I'm going to go, and this is another kind of older one, uh, but it's just one of those things where, and, and it's more of a personal choice that yeah. I think of like an objective, like, and it's the same thing with like Cool Runnings, like Cool Runnings, I've just always liked that movie a lot. Right. So it has more of like a personal value, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, number five, I'm going to go Necessary Roughness. Okay. With uh, okay. Sinbad, dude, that's a great movie. I don't know that I've seen that. It's awesome, man. It's about this guy who uh, he was a quarterback, and he goes back to I think the college Texas. He's like thirty something, or he's he's much much older than a, than a you know a college quarterback usually is. Right. And uh, it's a it's a phenomenal movie, and the cast is great. It's got Sinbad in it. They in one of the practices they wheel in like a prison football team. <laughs> and it's like a bunch of retired uh, NFL players. And I think there might be a couple current ones in there too. Like, well, current for the time. Like, it, there was, I know that Ed Too Tall Jones is in it. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else was in it. Um, none of the other players come to mind, but I know, I know Too Tall Jones. I think Dick Buttkiss was in that practice too. Okay. Like they just had a bunch of Hall of Famers join in. And so that's a pretty cool movie. Uh, so I'm going to go with that one at number five. I was I was playing around with potentially having um, I was potentially playing around with concussion, but mm. I just don't. I, I think just I, I like. I think you went I the like, right way. I like necessary roughness more than I like concussion. I think you and went the, the right way. Yeah. Uh, the clear number five to me. This is just a movie. Another like kind of similar to you, a personal movie that I love. Uh, give me Happy Gilmore at five. Happy Gilmore. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, give me give me Happy Gilmore at five. That movie's just incredible, just really really special, and uh, and so yeah, that's gonna be my number five. But 
I think that just wraps up a, a really special podcast, Jack. Yeah. And again, man, I'm <clears throat> movies that like, I mean, if we were going to go with like, obje- like, I don't know, the movies I was trying to pick were just movies that I think also I was trying to get movies that I thought were slept on too. Mm, okay. So, I mean, it's obvious. You're putting I, the people on. Yeah. It's what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to put the people on. Right. You Good know, for you. I think your list, I think your list is more accurate. I'll give you, I'll give you that. You don't okay. even have to make an Instagram post about it. You have the better <laughs> list. Okay. But I think, but I think people, if they check out my list, you know, what? I might make it though. I might make it though, just to so you could put the people on to give you some exposure. Yeah, I'm just trying to put some people on. Right. Okay. Okay. I got you. All right. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, that was episode 31 of Sports Society. Thanks again for Jack for coming 31? on for. Yeah, thirty-one of those. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You were uh, you were number thirty-one. So, so uh, yeah. Thank you for coming on again, Jack. Uh, any closing remarks? Um, no, man. Uh, I I really appreciate this, man. This is so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to watch this. I'm. Uh, I know my. I know my family's gonna watch this. So, you definitely got at least three views there. There we go. Uh, and we're yeah, gonna promote I'm, it. We're gonna promote it. Best believe. We're gonna promote it. I'm gonna promote it. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, it's going to be great. This was so much fun, man. You're doing great. I, I really love the work that you're doing. I, I like the guests that you're bringing on. Appreciate especially, that. Especially that 31st episode was really yes, good. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. But uh, yeah, dude, this is awesome. Thank you so much, man. Of course. Of course. And uh, and thank you to all, all of you again for watching. If you are still watching, uh, we appreciate every single view.